My name is Dr. Jeffrey Burke. I'm a naturopath and a master herbalist and the host of the Staying Healthy Radio Show. My show airs Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. I bring you the best guests in the industry and the topics that are relevant for today's health. The shows stream live at 8 a.m. And for those of you that cannot listen live, my shows are now podcast daily for on-demand downloads at my webpage, drjeffreyburke.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer, now in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They're located at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Smith Shopping Center. Go in and see what a local retailer can do for you. Great selection, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products, and amazing prices. The hours of the store are Monday through Friday 9 to 7, Saturdays 9 to 6, and closed on Sunday. I'm looking forward to talking with all of you soon. Stay healthy. And welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. I thank you all for taking the time out of your morning to stop by and tune in and, you know, hopefully learn a little bit. Maybe some information. I don't know. That could be some life-changing information. Make you feel a little bit better. Get a better night's rest. Have more energy during the day. Maybe think a little clearer. Be a little stronger in your immune system. We talk about all of it. Every day, Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 in the morning, we hit the relevant topics for today's world. The things that we're asking about, the things that we're talking about, the things that we're wondering about, and in many cases, the things we probably really need to be talking about. I bring you the best guests in the industry who bring their take, their information, their education, and their experience. And then you can take all that information and hopefully make some really wise decisions. It's not easy getting healthy. It's a heck of a lot easier getting unhealthy. It's a lot more fun because you kind of get to do whatever you want without boundaries. But those no boundary situations eventually do catch up. And you eventually get to the point when you're not feeling well or not doing well for whatever reason, or you start to see some changes. And even though we think we've got plenty of time to focus on these, we don't until we have to. So let's get a little bit ahead of the game. You're feeling good, you're feeling great, you're looking good, you're healthy. Now is the time to start working on it. If you miss that window, not too late to start getting healthy. Stay Healthy Health Food Store is where I send you every single day. Why do I do that? I get asked all the time. I mean, why not? It makes great sense. I want you to go somewhere with experience. They're in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They are Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer. Experience, education, knowledge, the most wonderful staff to work with who are extremely educated. You know, decades and decades of experience, going through everything, continuing education, doing everything they can to stay on top of the game so that they're there emotionally and in an education source as well to make sure that you're able to learn as much as you can. That is what Stay Healthy is all about. Stay Healthy is a fully packed, full service store with only the best products from only the best companies. The companies that have quality controls on all of their raw products and they're transparent and open with their formulations and they think of the consumer first. Those are the company's products you'll find at Stay Healthy. Visit Stay Healthy Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6, closed on Sunday. 
You can call them at 877-2494-877-2494. Schedule mail order services, or maybe you're just really busy and you need them to get your order together for you. They can do that. And when you get there, you're in and out and on your way and back to all the crazy lifestyles that we all have. Address, 840 South Rancho Drive in the Smithstown and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. Can't miss it. If you're walking into Smith's to do your grocery shopping, stop. Look over your right shoulder. There, stay healthy. And like I said, they've been there since the very, very beginning. Don't forget to go to their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com, print a coupon to use on your next visit, enter your email address for future newsletters, and listen to any of the radio show on-demand podcasts that are always there to be on your time, your schedule, so that you don't miss great information. Or maybe you want to send a friend there, you hear a show and you're like, oh my goodness, I know exactly who could benefit from this and this guest and this topic. Send them there, stayhealthylasvegas.com, so they can listen. Just tell them the day and they'll download and listen to it when it's convenient for them. Could be life-changing. Information comes at us from a lot of different ways. This information has been coming to you for a long time. You know, I'm in my 40th year on the air, and, you know, so we've been talking about a lot of things for a really, really long time. So keep that in mind. Today, we're going to also talk to a couple individuals who have got years and years of experience as well. You're going to love this. Let me give you a little background on the Robinsons. Carl and Joan Robinsons of Cedar Bear Naturals are the founders of Cedar Bear Liquid Naturals Liquid Herbal Manufacturing Company. Carl is a clinical formulary herbalist with over 40 years experience in, in the industry, but also as a master herbalist. And I'm gonna interrupt here for a second. When you see the formulas that he puts together and you see the blends in the combination, you'll understand why he's a master herbalist. His specialized schooling in herbal pharmacognosy and pharmacology with emphasis on liquid herbal preparations and formulations led him to develop his revolutionary and totally alcohol-free herbal processing technology that led to the founding of Cedar Bear Naturals. He was also the lead developer of the process for making Cedar Bear's unique alcohol-free liquid nascent iodine. Both of these technologies were firsts ever in the dietary supplement industry. Over the last 40 years, Carl has developed hundreds of herbal formulations, both for other companies as well as for Cedar Bear. Joan Robinson is a traditional herbalist with well over 25 years experience in researching and writing about herbs and natural health. Joan is also a certified meditation yoga instructor, former professional actress and voice talent, and a professionally trained classical singer. Having had a lifelong autoimmune condition, she has gone through some major changes to keep her health as good as it possibly can be. You know, when, when you have a lifelong immune condition, this is something that's in your mind every day. So she's used cedar bear herbs to help keep her health in balance and has been the cedar bear's mama bear from the very beginning. She focuses on organic gardening, healthful cooking, and wellness. Carl and Joan raised their blended family of 11 children with Cedar Bear's liquid herbs and have used their products for their fur kids too. And they are busy developing the organic growing and learning programs to Cedar Bear Herb Farm. Help me welcome my guest. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, hello there. How are you doing? You? I'm doing wonderful. How are you guys doing? How's the weather up there? 
It's, uh, it's very pleasant. It's going. It's getting colder as the days go on, but it's not a sudden cold snap. It's just gradually leaning into it, which is what we prefer. Oh, I think the prettiest, most beautiful, perfect fall we've ever had. It's gorgeous. Well, we are definitely, I'm in Los Angeles, and it's been a little bit, uh, it was nice yesterday. It's, it's, um, it's so funny, guys. You know, as I travel around, I hit all these different spots all over the country. And wherever I go, it's a different mindset on the pandemic and masking and hazmat suits and gloves. And, and it's just, it's so different everywhere. Out here, it's pretty heavily masked still out here. And, you know, you have to be pretty well wrapped up tight as a drum for the time being. And um, so it's, it's, it's just so different, you know. And I was telling somebody the other day, I said, I got to be really careful because as soon as this is all over, I'm going to have to be careful what I'm thinking and what I'm saying when I don't have a mask on anymore. So, um, you know, I'm going to have to be kind of careful. Uh, but for the most part, um, beautiful out here. And I think we probably got a little bit of similar weather on the West area. So I'm so glad you're doing well. Well, that's great, you know, and you make a good point. Probably the greatest travesty that's happened with the pandemic is that it's been politicized. Mm -hmm. And you see the difference in how people treat, you know, the uh, situation by the political orientation of the particular state you're in. And it's just like, oh, well, you know, that's where it's at. And we know what we need to do because the science is very clear. The math is very clear and all of that, but people still have their rights as long as they don't impinge upon the right of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness of somebody else. And I, I think I think the big thing that gets forgot by a lot of, and I'll say it for what it is, anti-maskers, anti-vaxxers is, hey, other people have a right to health and life too. So while you have your right, you don't have the right to impinge on another person's life or health. Okay, well said. Um, I, I, you know, it, it's just been a, a real crazy world for for a period of time, and I'm hoping we get back to our normal, Abby normal way of living that we had before. So, um, well, we're hoping so. Let me yeah, ask you. It may, it may not, but one thing mm -hmm. for sure, it won't be the same. Yeah, it's going to be a different way of looking at things. You know, I said something yesterday that I thought, and it's still resonating in my mind. You know, I think a lot of people three years ago were going about their life the way we usually do. Yes, I should eat a little better. Yes, I should take my vitamins. Yes, I need to go to the gym rather than just driving by it. You know, yes, I need to take some downtime, learn how to relax, do my yoga. Things that we always thought about, we knew we needed to. But the funny thing is during this situation of the last 18 months, a lot more people are starting to apply those values now that they might have only thought about before. Maybe they're looking at life a little differently. Maybe they're thinking more about preventive protocols and preventive measures. I think a lot more people are trying to be a little healthier. I see a lot more of my friends that are exercising and trying to lose some weight because, you know, the pandemic put a lot on all of us. I mean, I gained a substantial amount. I've lost that substantial amount. And um, I think a lot of people are maybe looking at things differently. So maybe there's a little good, maybe a little stop in your tracks and check yourself um, situations that have happened. So I'm hoping that, that that carries through, that people will maybe think a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. So I'm so excited. Today we get to talk about the liver. And I want you to clarify something at the very beginning because this is a very common misunderstanding that goes on out there. 
I don't drink alcohol, so I can't have a liver problem. Yeah, but you drink. You still eat foods with uh, novel chemicals and toxins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you still mm-hmm. breathe the air that has, uh, you know, it goes in the lungs, but it still gets into the bloodstream and has to go through the liver. You may be taking certain medications that have a very, very hard effect on the secondary metabolic pathways of the liver. Um, there's that to consider. There's the water we drink. My goodness, you know, that can also affect the liver. And nobody has a whole lot of say-so on what's in the water or not, except if they're wise enough to get the water filtered or even better, purified. So alcohol, mm, there's so many other uh, toxins and pollutants and things that challenge the liver because I think what people do not realize is everything we take into our nose and into our mouth goes through the liver and the liver is the great filtering uh, plant of the body as well as the great manufacturing plant of the body so Alcohol is such a small, when you look at the big picture, somebody saying, I don't drink alcohol, so I'm okay, my liver's okay. Mm, there's more to it than that. You know, what about our diet? Especially if people are on the run and eating fast food diet all the time. Oh my gosh, your poor liver is really having to work overtime. Do you think that it's ever going to be a situation where we will... We can change the mindset to preventive rather than just catching up with something once we're already sick. I don't know how to make people think about preventive health. You you can't see your liver. So you can't (laughs) see that it's enlarged or fatty. And, you know, when I did some work with cadavers, you know, when I was going back to school and I got to actually see livers that were cirrhosis livers or hepatitis livers or fatty livers, I thought to myself, Oh my God, if we were wearing this on the outside of our body, there is no way we would continue to do what we're doing. And then I started thinking to myself, you know, if our organs, our lungs, our intestines and everything were on the outside of the body and we and other people could see them, I guarantee you we'd be taking better care of things. But because they're hidden and because you can't see them, it's really hard for people to understand that what they are doing with their beverages, their lifestyle, um, medications, their foods, um, really makes a difference in their liver. Now, one thing I do want to say is our livers are wonderfully forgiving. And they do have a tendency. Right, very much so. Up to a point, is that true? But if your livers are kind of unhealthy and you've been doing the wrong thing, you can turn it around. And that's why I think that you're so important on this topic today. Well, that's right. And when people ask me about liver, one of the first things I say is liver and onions. Uh. No, no, no. See, that's a baited statement, and I love it. What I'm really implying is, uh, as far as food is concerned, eat onions. Onions are very, very good liver cleansers. A lot of people don't realize that. Plus, onions have an affinity for the liver because of their high sulfur content. The liver has one of the highest stores of sulfur that there is in the body because it's a major part of its function. So things like liver and garlic and the cruciferous foods, I meant onions, and and, and garlic and the cruciferous foods have that affinity for the liver because to fight the big bad sea, you know, uh, problem out there, um, you, you have 
to have plenty of sulfur working in the body, and that all starts in the liver. So I, I like to tease people and bait them with the term liver and onions. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. You know, maybe you could explain to people, maybe they'll get a better understanding that our, our livers are absolutely just imperative and so important. You know, I think people know the liver is a filter, but you know, what are some of the things that the liver does that might make people want to think twice about being nice to it? Well, you really truly cannot live at all without your liver. Uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't last a week. Yeah, because you've got machines that can that can take the place of a kidney or <laughs> or augment a kidney, like the dialysis. You've got the respirators that can dia augment, you know, respiration. You've got the the uh, the machines that they that can augment the heart, you know, and this this happens in surgery and things like that. Uh, there's nothing that will augment a liver. The liver is doing so many complex things in the body that they they can't make a machine that can do all of those things at the one at the same time. And if one part goes down, it it dominoes, backs into the other uh, actions of the liver and clogs it up and very, very quickly it begins to shut down. So as Carl has said, it really, the liver has hundreds of jobs that it does. It filters your blood, it removes waste and toxins and contaminants, but it also uh, produces proteins, cholesterol, bile, stores vitamins, minerals and carbohydrates, regulates your hormones. Uh, some of them. Uh, it, it's just amazing how much that the liver does. And that means the liver has the most enzymatic processes going on in the body. Enzyme, en enzyme processes are taking place in, in every tissue of the body. But the liver has the most uh, complex um, action of, of enzymes and the most enzyme actions in the body. Again, such things cannot be duplicated by machines. Hmm. You know, having a healthy liver means that everything that we're processing in our body works more effectively. I, I was explaining to someone the other day because her liver enzymes were high and the doctor was very frustrated that she wasn't getting the benefits out of her medication. And I thought to myself, I said, you know that when your liver is not able to do its job effectively, it can affect the effects of and the benefits of medications that you're on as well. It is a, it's a stop where everything that goes in the body makes that stop and travels through the liver. You know, well, it's, like a, it's like a destination in the body that everybody needs to go to, but their experience can be different for everyone. Exactly. In fact, the medications may be what's complicating and keeping the liver enzymes high, though they're trying to use meds to bring it down. True. As I said at the very beginning, everything we take into our nostrils and into our mouth and even in through the skin, if it happens to permeate into the, the pores of the skin, everything goes to the liver first. Mm -hmm. And for good reason, right? Yes. In fact, as far as the vascularity of blood in our body, the liver has the greatest concentration of vascularity of any organ in the body, even more than what's in the stomach, or on the stomach. 
if someone is already having high liver enzymes or their liver enzymes are elevated, where should they start in regards to food that they're eating and maybe getting rid of things? And where should they start with cedar bear? They should start uh, doing what's called a gentle cleanse and an aggressive building of liver integrity. Here, you don't look at doing uh, the traditional uh, liver cleansing herbs, like, for instance, um, uh, oh, Jesus, probably the tip of my tongue. Um, Oregon grape is one. Another one is um, a, a barberry, barberry root bark. And these are differing herbs that are that are out there um, that are traditionally used to cleanse cleanse the their aggressive cleansers of the liver. What we want to do is take a little more of a gentle approach. Use something that's got chicory in it, uh, maybe because chicory builds, but it also has a very gentle effect on the cleansing cleaning of the liver, and it also helps the immunity. But we have a product that can be used when people are in that kind of crisis, and it's called Liver Build. Um, it has milk thistle, I, and it's got some chicory in it, and other herbs that help to cool the liver. See, in traditional uh, medicine systems, like are found in India and China, <clears throat> Tibet, they have concepts called uh, an overheated liver or a chilled liver and a, a, a moderate liver. You know, when a person has elevated enzymes, they usually exhibit what's called a hot liver, an overactive liver. And what the liver's trying to do, it's got all that elevated enzymes in it because it's trying to correct something, but it's not doing a very good job at succeeding on its own. Now that's the herbal detox formula has the chicory in it, and it is just a gentle but beautiful detox formula that helps the, the liver clear itself out. and your whole system. Mm. So, so between those two, a person can get a handle on elevated liver enzymes and other components that may be high in the liver. Remember, the liver has these things because it's in a high inflamed state. Hot. Okay. Somebody just chimed in and they said, I just, this is so funny, I just came from the doctor this week and my doctor says my liver enzymes were elevated and he gave me a diet to follow and said if I, he calls my crazy nutritional supplements, he said if you want to use some of your crazy nutritional supplements, go right ahead, we'll retest you in three months. That's so funny. That is so funny. Well, the one thing they want to do is they don't want to be eating uh, fried foods, foods that have got a lot of fat in them, and I'm talking about uh, the trans fat and, and saturated fat. They don't want to eat a lot of dairy that has the potential to clog up the, both the lymphatic system and the liver. Uh, so they need to go light on dairy. They need to be careful not to be doing a lot of soda pop because the phosphorus can imbalance what the liver is trying to correct. And one thing that's also a very good cleanser and very, very gentle on the system, and it, it has a real vitalizing effect as far as food that they can do in the morning with their juices or by itself, is uh, cherry juice concentrate. Mm. You, you guys sell that stuff at, uh, at Stay Healthy. I've seen it. 
Yeah, Marge does. She sure does. Yeah, and what it is, it's cherries are very high in potassium, and they're also high in sulfur. And there's something about that black, and it's black cherry, by the way, there's something about that black cherry concentrate. When you put a tablespoon of that in some water, stir it up and drink it, in the morning at least, and twice a day, um, it has a very cooling and very settling effect on the liver. Hmm. That's an old naturopathic uh, 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 remedy from, gosh, way back. <clears throat> Do you feel that when you start to correct the liver, um, I th- mentioned it earlier that it was at least partly or to a degree, as you stated, to your point, uh, forgiving. Is it normal that if you're coming from an unhealthy place with your liver, that sometimes as you're getting it healthy, sometimes the urine may darken a little bit? Is that normal? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's why if you're not taking things like vitamin D or eating foods that are high in keratin, uh, the keratin dyes like, like uh, beta carotene, like uh, carrots uh, or beets, Oh, and the funny thing is beets turn your urine pinkish uh, color, um, or your, your squashes, your dark, dark, uh, yellow, orange squashes. If you're not eating any of that and your urine goes yellow, it's usually indicated of one of two things, kidney stress and liver stress. And guess what, folks? The two are usually tied into each other. In traditional Chinese medicine, they are tied into each other. So, yes, another thing with the yellow urine is dehydration. Uh, you're causing the liver to have to deal with too much concentrated uh, toxins going through, and it's throwing that back into the bloodstream that's ending up in the kidneys, and so you have your darker, not only your darker colored urine, but it'll have a thickness to it. Uh, it'll just feel a little thicker and harder to pass, and it will be hot. It'll have a, 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 your urine will have a heat to it. Those are all indicative of liver and kidney stress. Which brings us back to hydrating is a very, very important thing for Absolutely. liver health. Oh, man. In fact, in, in t- Tibetan natural medicine, one of the first things they do for people that have a stressed liver or kidney is have them drink throughout the day and they sip it hot water. Hot water is in, in many traditions, considered the original medicine. Did you know that? You know, I read it somewhere that drinking of hot water a few times a day, I always heard it with lemon, but I, um, I, I think that um, it's something that has been around for such a long time as a balancer, a flusher, and an encourager of internal health. Exactly. And, you know, you make the point of lemon. Lemon is one of the most cooling things you can do to the liver. It really has a cooling effect on the liver. See, in Western society, we do more to inflame our liver than to chill our liver because of the foods we eat that clog up the system. And when the system gets clogged, it starts to become inflamed. Now... Is getting the liver healthy a process of cleansing and rebuilding? And do you hit a point when you get it back to a healthy state that you just stop? Or can we continue keeping 
our liver going in that direction by continually bringing in herbs that are beneficial. I guess my question is, can we stay on these liver formulas indefinitely? Oh, well, yes. And it's just like the food and the water, things that need to be done indefinitely. The liver gets where it gets because of a lifetime, for a lot of people, a lifetime of abusing their liver, not because they intend to abuse their liver, but because of lifestyle choices. The only way to turn that around is to change the lifestyle. And as you know, a lifestyle change isn't just for a few weeks, a few months, or a few years. It's life. There's the word life in that word, lifestyle. So a person needs to make a lifetime change. Okay. Now, here's my question. Do you have, because I know your formulas are... They're so beautifully put together and they take all the guesswork out. Thank you for that so I don't have to think of one more thing. Um, you, you put things together so we're not having to piece things together and make our own formulas, which is, is just great for us as a consumer. I think it's brilliant. Do you have a protocol, maybe an order, that people should do your products in? Well, regarding the, la- the liver, as a general rule, um, my thing is, first of all, uh, get clean water. Make sure it's at least filtered, even better, purified water. And start drinking plenty of that. And I'll usually tell an individual, do not change anything you're doing for at least, you know, three or four days, except drink copious amounts of water and then get back with me. And they'll usually tell me, first thing they notice is, they, of course, have to do a lot more urinating. But what they know is that the urine that may have always for some time been slightly colored and a little warm and sometimes it's really bubbly, uh, they'll come back and say, it's turned where it's more thin, it's clear, it's cool, Uh, it's not as uncomfortable reducing the fluid in my body. Second thing they'll notice is typically people, even thin people, will notice that they have the feeling of either they are a bit swollen in the joints or a little puffy throughout the face and and, and throughout the body, or they'll feel that way. If they feel that way, it means that, yes, they're still experiencing a little bit of excess fluid storage. Uh, A person who is dehydrated still hold on to fluids that create all kinds of problems for oxygen transfer, nutrient transfer, pulling off metabolic waste so that it can get out of the body. So that's one of the other things water does. And so the second thing they notice is, wow, I'm not feeling as stuffed up. I'm not feeling as sold up. So that's the first thing. So water is absolutely essential. From there, we look at the, the herbs and the diet. And the herbs that we would look at is the gentle, more cleansing herbs, and then diet that is more of a, a mild food. Lots of vegetables, um, leafy greens, and leafy greens, and even some juices that are low sodium. And back off of any meat because the meat does tax the liver. It has to deal with a lot of the, the uh, epoxides, the aldehydes, and those kinds of metabolic waste which can make it a little tough for the liver. So meat, I I tell people, you're going to be a vegetarian for about two to four weeks. And it's amazing after the first week, people just go, you know, the first week was real hard. But after that, 
it's a piece of cake. So they do that and 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 eventually ease into and condition themselves to take a more healthy approach to the water they drink, to the food they're eating, and to the herbs that they're consuming. So that's kind of the order I like to take. And as you know, Jeffrey, I like to keep it simple. Mm-hmm. I know, but that really makes it a lot easier for us. So I, I think that's a great thing, and I, and I do appreciate that. Um, let me ask you another question. Um, this one just came in, and she says, I have hepatitis that's been controlled for a very long time. My diet is clean. I drink a lot of water. I haven't had alcohol consumption in almost 20 years. Is it too late to support the health of my liver, seeing as I've been diagnosed over 20 years ago? That's a really, really good question. Well, I would lay, uh, since she's been diagnosed over 20 years ago, she's probably taken certain meds that, frankly, in her instance, have been shown to, to work. Uh, as long as it's done on a moderate level, which the doctors have undoubtedly figured out. But I would, I would bet a dollar to a donut, she's already doing a lot of the things that are necessary to keep the liver cool. Hepatitis, again, is an inflamed liver situation. And so she's doing something to keep the liver cool. But generally, the things I mentioned a moment ago, about a regime for working with the liver is things that she would need to incorporate or if she's already doing continue to do and one of the go ahead Joan. Well and the liver build formula was yep. formulated for this kind of liver. Absolutely. It rebuild it, support it, sustain it. It can be definitely used so long term this formula can be used your entire life. And it uh, there's, I, I know of no instances where there's been drug-herb interactions with this formula. Um, it's very nutritive, it's very building, it, it, it's got, uh, 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 what it does to the immune system, it doesn't stimulate it, it builds it. Generally speaking, building herbs are very compatible with just about everything out there. Well, milk thistle seed is the primary liver building, supporting, balancing herb. It is amazing what it can do for the liver. The liver is actually, give it a chance, it can rebuild itself. It really can. If it has uh, enough capacity, it will generally, over time, it, it can rebuild itself. But you got to jump on it. Hmm. Here's another question. It says, is it too early to start someone in their early 20s on this liver formulas? I'm listening right now. Um, my daughter does enjoy two or three glasses of wine every night and will not give up fatty food. I would like to start her on something a little bit early. Is it preventive or do we wait for there's a problem? I guess well, that's a good, men uh, good mentality. You can't feel that's problems a, in the liver. That's a pretty, yeah, and boy, Joan brings up a good yeah. point. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but a majority of things that affect the liver, you can't feel it till it's too late. The liver, interestingly, does not have a great network of nerve tissue. Mm. It's so loaded with so much blood capillary and lymphatic capillary that it's almost like there's not room for the nerves. So even though the liver's tissues can be inflaming and, and degenerating, you may not feel it till it reaches that critical, critical, critical level. Uh, so that's something here to make a note of. Now, as far as the young girl, three glasses of wine every evening, cut it back to one. 
mm-hmm. because wine, interestingly, particularly red wine, taken in you know good moderation, can actually have a beneficial effect on the liver. Like everything else, too much, and yes, three glasses of wine every evening is way, way too much. As far as the fatty foods, uh, that's a combination that's basically a ticking time bomb. So, you know, the young 20-year-old person here needs to understand, life is not something that she can invincibly deal with all her life. What she does at this age is going to eventually build up. It's going to, uh, what's the word, uh, compound and backfire at some point. And it could be as early as in her 30s. Wow. But both That's... these formulas can be a benefit to to her situation. Yep. The herbal detox and the liver build. And as Carl said, me back off on the amount no, of wine. on the wine. And the in her situation, maybe take a hiatus for a month and then reintroduce it, you know, half a glass, uh, which is actually two-thirds of a standard uh, pouring, um, in the, in, 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 with her meal. And it's best if it's drank with her meal. And that is a meal that are healthy and liver-friendly. Mm-hmm. Hey, remember that word, liver-friendly food. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, that, make, that makes good sense. I appreciate it. And we do have a tendency to be a little bit excessive in things that we do these days. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm being kind. Um, I know you are. <laughs> like, wow. So, so... Here we are. We're looking. We're looking at products that you have that are available. Can you mix them? Can you do more than one? Can you split them up throughout the day? Can you make yourself a little cocktail in a little shot glass and then shoot it all one time? What is your preference? All of the above. <laughs> no. It okay. depends on the circumstance. It depends on the time of day. Um, I tend to be more like the per- the shot person who puts it uh, all together and takes it down and maybe shoots, uh, chases it with a little water. Some people can't do things like that straight on. Even though they taste great, there's that texture problem. And so it needs to be mixed in with a smoothie uh, with tea or something like that, and they're just fine. We generally recommend a building formula can be taken alone or with food, like the liver build, but the cleansing formula... You don't want to take it at the same time as building formula. You no. take it separate. And a cleansing, you take between meals, not with food. And actually, when the liver is involved, uh, if you're taking a cleansing formula, the best time to take it is when the liver does do its cleansing, which is at night. During the day, it's doing all the manufacturing and taking care of things for physical and mental activity. But at night, it, it, in a rested state, it actually is cleansing. So the best time to take a cleansing herb is in the evening, an hour or two before you go to bed, and at least a couple of hours after eating anything. Now, here's an ano- another important point <clears throat> to help our overall health, our digestive health, and our liver health, is not to eat heavy meals late. No. In fact, that's one of the hardest things on the liver that there is. Because now the liver is having to digest food at the same time it's supposed to be in a, in a resting cleansing state. Hmm. There is something to be said for eat like a king in the morning, 
a prince in the afternoon, and a pauper in the evening. We call that the royal diet. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, somebody else just chimed in and they said, do men need to take more of these products uh, if they're bigger? Um, I'm about 120 pounds. My, my husband's 270 pounds. Uh, both of us need to work on our livers. Do he need to double his dosage or is it not pending on your size? Well, it can be depending on the size, but it's also depending on what's your metabolic rate, what's the thyroid doing. Uh, also, um, how much stress is the liver experiencing? If it's in a highly inflamed state, you're going to have to be a little more aggressive to bring that down. So there is no single, you know, uh, yay or nay on that except to say that uh, maybe the larger, larger person needs to take 30 to 50 percent more per dose. That's about the best rule of thumb I can come up with. Well, one of the neat things about the cedar bear liquid herbs is that you can give and take with the amount you're taking. On the label, we suggest generally a quarter teaspoon, which is two droppers full, or droppers when you pull the um, with the bulb, one to three times a day. And but you can, because it's like a concentrated tea, you can take a little more, a little okay, less, yeah. according to your needs. Now, another thing to remember when I mentioned the metabolic, there are a lot of things uh, out there, foods included, that a child may need more of than an adult because they have such a fast-moving metabolism as they're growing. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we... That's why I'm uh, hesitant on coming up with a hard answer to the question. Uh, there's also that listen to your body situation as Absolutely. well. Too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I just want to get this in. I just got a question sent in to me. And basically, it's someone who just started taking cedar bear. They love it. They're <clears> listening <throat> now and just heard that cedar bear does not use alcohol. I checked the other brand that I was using, and they do. Yuck. Now I realize why I'm sometimes getting a burn. Thanks for the information. I'm wondering, if I take a capsule of holy basil or ashwagandha, what might be the equal or the equality to taking a tincture? How many drops are equivalent? Just want to make sure I'm getting enough. That's a good question. I think it depends on the quality of the capsule you're using and also the potency. Well, there's also another side to it. Um, We've not approached that because it actually, from a scientific point, is actually quite inapproachable when you deal with straight-up numbers. For one thing, when you take something in the dried form, you have to deal with the digestive juices and how it's breaking down that powdered herb. Some people's digestion is very aggressive. Some people's digestive processes are very uh, muted. They're not as aggressive. And you've also got to deal with the cellulose. How much is that cellulose actually willing to give up? So there's those considerations. What we've done is with the tink track is we've taken that dried herb, subjected it to the tink track process, and basically what we've done is pre-digested the herb. It's in a pre-digested state. As far as the amounts are concerned, that's a very, very difficult question to answer because it varies from herb to herb. And by putting it into the, into the liquid state that we have, 
there is little to no digestive problem having to break it away from the cellulose. So it's ready to be utilized. Now, let me explain. We've had people who have used the encapsulated approach and then later have used mm -hmm. our product according to the direction. They either see no difference in the effect or they find that the liquid process herb actually provides, and they can feel it as it goes down, a little more of a bump. So that's the best I can answer that question and be accurate. Because in a liquid state and zero alcohol ever used on a Cedar Bear product, the, 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 every drop is bio-utilizable by the body. The moment it goes in your mouth, every single drop starts being absorbed and utilized. So what Carl was explaining, that there's a totally different aspect of how the body deals with a, a, a capsule or a powder or a tablet or a pill versus the liquid. Well, another thing, too, is that people oftentimes refer to the herb-to-fluid ratio on bottles. Uh, that measurement doesn't mean anything in the scientific, rational world, and here's why. Do they all do the same exact processing technology? You can have three companies that use the same exact amount of herb from the same exact batch of raw material, and they can put it through their liquid process and come out the other end, and company A will have a certain potency and strength that company B may not have, that company C may exceed. There is no standard, and so that measurement of numbers, as we call it, is really irrelevant. It only tells you that, oh, they used that much herb. Wow. Now talk to me about the process. <laughs> and if they use alcohol, how much alcohol did they use? How did they use the alcohol? Because that can determine how much of the constituents are going to be denatured or rendered inert. So there's a lot more to that question than meet the eye. Okay. No, that's 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 perfect. No, I appreciate that very much. Um, we got time for a couple more questions. So first product that you recommend in the liver category to start with, second product you think you should follow up with. Let's go the one, two to start. Well, let's put it this way. If they're looking to cleanse the liver, then they want to start with the uh, cleansing product or herbal cleanser then go to the herbal build. If they're, liver build. Liver build. If they're looking to build the liver, then they might want to look more at going right into cooling and building the liver. Uh, one of the uh, herbs, the uh, best herbs to use is, is the milk thistle. With our liver build, get the single of the milk thistle and boost the milk thistle. In scientific research, it is actually a very, very studied herb as relating to herb health, probably one of the most studied, studied herbs uh, relative to, to liver health. Uh, milk thistle is a godsend. That's all I can say. And herbal minerals is also very important because it'll help to build the mineral integrity not only throughout the body, but it'll focus first on the liver. So you've got for far as formulas are concerned, herbal minerals and liver build 
and then boost that with the milk thistle and also a diet that is liver friendly. All right. I love that. Do you think along with that, it'd be good to, um, I'm trying to read this little thing right now. It says, she says, uh, I also take the iodine. Um, is it okay to take iodine when I'm helping my liver? Absolutely. It's kind of essential. It's kind of essential. really good to bring up. And, you know, we don't have time, but no. the thyroid actually is integral, along with the kidneys, to the functioning of the liver. Because the kidneys helps to enhance the cleansing effect of the what's going on with the liver. And the thyroid is, is tied in totally on the metabolic side, as far as metabolic rates are concerned and immunity is concerned. You know... You affect one part of the body, and it affects the rest of the body. This is one of the most basic premises of holistic health that there is. So while we're dealing with the liver, we also have to be aware of what's happening in other parts of the body. And sometimes somebody will be doing something, and the liver just isn't quite popping there and getting where they want to be. The next thing I have people look at is, okay, what's your kidney doing? And we need to, at the same time, look at your thyroid and your iodine level. All righty. You know, I'll tell you what, this has been a great topic. And I, I, um, I think it's really, it's really important to tackle something like this because, you know, out of sight, out of mind doesn't mean that things are always good. It just means that we can't see what's going on. Well, and the liver, again, like a, you know. Again, remember, the liver, because of its low network of nerves, you can't feel and have pain when there's certain things happening in the liver. When you start feeling pain, it's because of inflammation, meaning the liver begins to swell and push against the nerves around the liver. And by then, it means you gotta do something. You'll feel bloatedness first. Yes, you'll feel bloatedness first. And that's a real strong sign, hey, your liver is not going into crisis, it is in crisis, and you need to take care of it. All right. Well, the hour goes so fast with you guys. We mm. can keep talking. We can keep talking forever. Um, thank you so much. I'm glad you guys are well. You're always in my thoughts. Um, I wish you good health and look forward to our next chat. Okay. Uh, and the same to you also and all out there. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Be well, my friends. Thank you. Same to you. Travel my guest thank you. I appreciate it. Aren't they wonderful? Um, those are my guests, the Robinsons, Carl and Joan. They have an extremely strong passion about health and nutrition, and their products are awesome. If you haven't taken the time to find your way back to liquid herbal tinctures, maybe you left because the same reason I did. They were just god-awful tasting. Um, this line of products is alcohol-free. The formulations are beautiful. There's little to no work you have to do um, other than pick the great products and use them. You can find so many ways to use them. You can add them to beverages and smoothies. They are amazingly formulated with high-quality ingredients. And these are the people that live it. They live the life. They live the lifestyle. They do the studying. They're constantly, you know, in the laboratories formulating and, you know, updating and making things good. So check out the full line of herbal tincture products from Cedar Bear Naturals at Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Stay healthy. It's your one-stop, full-service location for everything health and nutrition. In their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley, doing what they do and doing it well every single day. 
They make sure that you have the best products to choose from, from the best companies that are doing it right with the best ingredients and transparent formulations. They are there to make sure that they can answer your questions, have dialogues, conversations, and you know what? And just be there during your healthy journey. So many people start their journey with them. They work on their journey with them. And when they achieve their goals, they go to stay healthy to learn how to maintain all that really hard work that they put into play. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. Visit them Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. Call them at 877-2494-877-2494. You can schedule mail order services to make sure you get what you need and you get it where you need it to go. And also, let's just say it's one of those weeks. You know, we all have them. And you need your stuff, but you're like, oh, Lord, I'm never going to be able to get there in time to get it. Have them have it ready. All you got to do is swoop in and pick it up. They want to make sure that you have what you need to stay healthy. You know, and they know that everybody's busy, so they're going to help you out with that. They'll have it all ready in a bag, and all you got to do is swoop in and get it. How cool is that? Make sure that when you're at Stay Healthy, you um, check out all the great things they've got going on in the store. They've also got all the in-store unadvertised specials. Uh, They have a solar rays uh, line running right now. Many products at 40% off. How cool is that? Um, Great in-store specials. And we don't talk about them here, but when you go there, you'll see them. And I think that that's going to be great as well. Don't forget to fill out the slips for the the monthly drawing of the month. Uh, And you'll be able to, you know, um, hopefully walk away with a nice big basket right before the holidays. Wouldn't that be cool? So uh, keep in mind, Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Go to their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Print a coupon before you go. Use it on your next visit to the store. Enter your email address to stay connected for information and happenings as well as a monthly newsletter. And tune into any of the radio show, download them on-demand podcast of the shows. They'll be at your fingertips and you can listen to anything you want, your favorite guests, your favorite topics, and send your friends there at well. Don't forget, check out the full line of Cedar Bear Naturals products that stay healthy. You'll love them. They taste great and they work incredibly well. Have a great day. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health with the best guest in the industry, helping all of us to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are now available at my website, drjeffreyburke.com. Simply click on the archive icon to make available on-demand podcast downloads. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store for all your nutrition needs. Stay Healthy provides reliable, responsible, relevant service every single day. I look forward to talking with all of you soon.